characters from the enormously successful feature films and the hilarious network cartoon series are on home video for the first time ever. Price to own, each cassette features at least two entire episodes of exciting animated fun. Strike him out, cousin! There's a live action segment with Christopher Lloyd. Doc Brown here. As you can see, I'm visible once again. These time hopping cartoons are filled with adventure. Oh, you are too bored, Arnie. So fire up the DeLorean. Hold on to your flux capacitors and join Marty McFly, Doc Brown, and all their friends in the exciting animated series that has won the hearts of millions. Back to the future. It's here today and available on video cassette. Collect the entire series. Back to the future is my favorite thing. Always talk about it and write songs to sing. Even though there was never a part four, Marge McFly is coming back for more. I don't make money, get no fame. Love for these characters is what I blame. Podcast about comics and cartoons and more. Cause there's still things to explore. In Marge McFly 4. It's Marchie McFly 4 Can you feel it? It's Sunday, March 3rd. Yes, it's officially, actually, March. It's actually Marchie McFly. If you've been following along with day one and day two, you know that, that those episodes were built on a hill of lies. You know that those episodes were recorded back in the month of February. The Loser's Month. That's what we call it in Marchie McFly world. No, Well, actually, wait my wife's birthday and valentine's day it's the it's the month for love actually but not for margie mcfly but i did pre-record the first two episodes and i i didn't i made i don't think i made any um like i don't think i tried to hide that at all in those episodes because because my friends i was in the state of florida if you don't know, Florida is like the bottom of the United States. It's right in the bottom corner. It sticks out like a uh, like a state. We'll just say it sticks out like a state. And I was there from Saturday to Saturday. 
So today, it's actually my official full day back in Massachusetts, which sticks out like a little hook. Um, but I had a wonderful vacation, went down to uh, visit my mother-in-law. Now, I've, I probably, I don't want to say complained, but I probably have discussed in the past that uh, I drive down to Florida and pick up my uh, mother-in-law and drive her back. I fly to Florida, pick up my mother-in-law, drive her back, or I drive her down and fly back. Every six months, it seems like I've been doing that for a couple of years. Uh, I did, I, on another podcast I do, a Patriots podcast, they did, th- there was a comment, stop complaining about that. If you don't want to do it, do it. Don't be so selfish. I was like, uh, hello. I, I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun to quote-unquote complain. Okay, Maybe take the quotes off, but I was having fun with it. I'm having fun with it now, but not this past week. This past week, I uh, just had a nice, relaxing time. I did a lot of reading. I've been reading the Dresden Files books, which are wizards. Apparently, I only I only am, am captivated by books that star wizards named Harry, and these are Harry Dresden books. Nothing to do with Back to the Future. I just wanted to let you know what I've been doing this past week. I went to dinner theater. I wish the, the dinner theater was showing Back to the Future, the musical, but it wasn't. It was showing the Carol King musical. I was clearly, my wife and I were clearly the youngest people there, but we, my mother-in-law took us. It was a nice little buffet, buffet um, that started at, you know, 1130 because, again, I'm in Florida, and we saw the matinee of uh, the Carol King musical. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I feel the earth move under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down. It was a good time. Uh, what else did we do? We went to the zoo. We went and visited my cousin on the other coast in Hollywood, Florida. It's not the same Hollywood. There are two Hollywoods. There are. It's it. There's one Dollywood and two Hollywoods. I believe that's the correct like ratio. For every one Dollywood, there's two Hollywoods. So if you go to any other country and there's two Dollywoods, there's going to be four Hollywoods somewhere. What am I talking about? I don't know, because it's 6.40 a.m. I had a hell of a long day yesterday. got up at 5.30 because JetBlue loves to move your flights. They moved our flight last week. They moved it up. We were going to get there at noon. Then we were flying out at noon. Uh, then they moved it for JetBlue. I think we were going to fly out at noon yesterday, but we flew out at 9. And we l- it's about a f- half-hour ride to the airport. We like to get there early. So I was up at 5.30. I was out the door at 6.30. Uh, we were there way early. I, I'd rather be there sitting, reading, instead of being rushed at all because you never know how getting through security is going to be. You never know. And In fact, I actually got patted down. I don't know. Something showed up right right in the, um, let's just say, in the jewel section uh, of, of me, and they were like, can we pat you down? Do we need to take you to a private room? I was like, do it right here. I want the world to see. And I just was like, did I forget something down there? No, apparently I didn't. It just, I don't know, it just popped up. That's a weird way of saying it, but uh, everything was fine. I got on the plane and um, back to Massachusetts. The, the got, got a wonderful greeting from my dog. And now I'm here. I'm ready to fully engage in uh, this fourth iteration of Marchie McFly. The fact that I recorded those those first two, you know, last week or actually the, the week before, just felt it didn't feel right. And now it feels like okay, now I can kind of 
I can relax. I can say, okay, let's do this. Let's have 29 straight days of podcasting and let's party. So today I'm doing another animated series episode I want to talk about. This is the third animated, third episode of the first season. Uh, it's called Forward to the Past. Uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get talking about Back to the Future, the animated series. This is episode three of season one, Back to the Future. Uh, the episode is titled Forward to the Past from 1991. Now, if IMDb is to be believed, this first aired in September, September 28th, 1991. But what I don't like is that IMDb does not have the writing credits correctly. All it says is directed by Phil Robinson, Peyton Reed, we talked about from Ant-Man. He's directing the live-action side, so I got that wrong the first time. Uh, Phil Robinson directed it, but it says written in alphabetical order by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis. But it says creators next to them. So I wonder if I should go in, if I can go in and edit this and add to it. I'm going to try to because I want people to get their credit. Because when you're watching the episode, it says right, right there... Plain is plain as punch. I don't know. In black and white, you stole fizzy lifting drink. No, it says written by Earl Cress. I mean, come on. We don't want Earl Cress to not get his cred credit, uh, right? Did I did I do that right? Uh, so I, I don't think I talked about the, where in the last two episodes aired too. I don't think I I said 1991. I don't think I talked about when they were originally uh, came out. The first episode, September 14th, 1991. Then September 21st, 1991. September 28th, 1991. So if you between episode two and three, that is two years before I started dating my wife, which seems a million years ago, which makes me seem ancient. But remember, I started dating her when I was seven. Let's just say that. Can we just, we just go with that and then just add the math from there? Just don't ask. Don't, uh, don't, don't look it up. I don't know where the hell you'd look it up, but um, yeah, 1991. So in reality, uh, September 91. So I graduated eighth grade in 90. So I am starting my sophomore year, 1991. I don't have, I would be 15. I don't have my license. Uh, I, my friends do. So it was kind of like we had this freedom. 
I think I'm trying to think at this point, my my buddy still lived. So I have uh, if you ever listen to fine movies, fine spirits, uh, there's a there's a, a, a host on there named David. And when I moved into my town, he lived behind me when I moved into my house growing up 1980. He lived his family lived behind me. And then he moved across the street from me when uh, when they Brady bunched basically the the uh, the single dad in, across the street from me married the single mom behind me I think I used to joke that they used to run cut through my yard uh, to for their romances but um, then they moved there then they all moved off to a house uh, maybe a couple miles away they, at that point it was good we had our licenses because if we didn't if this happened 10 years earlier I don't think we would have like it, the friendship would have been weird or it might not have stayed you know it was it it timed out perfectly that by the time you know they moved away they um that they you know away it was like five miles away not even five miles but we had our licenses so it was like it didn't really matter uh and they're still in that house his 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 mom and stepdad are still in that house today uh they're the the the, and both from both brady bunch families are the co-hosts from Fine movies, fine spirits. If you've heard it on this show, Chris, he's from he's from the I'll say the Mike Brady side, and Dave, he's from the Carol Brady side. We'll just put it that way. Uh, and I'm just the 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 friend. You ever realize the Brady bunch never really had friends all that much? I mean, Peter didn't have one goddamn friend show up at his birthday party, so I don't remember a lot of friends hanging out with the Bradys. I remember Peter punching a guy because he made fun of uh, Cindy. I remember um, a guy pretending to be friends with Greg so he could steal the playbook or he tried to date um, Marsha. What the hell am I talking about? I don't know. Let's get back to Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, this is Marty McFly. We're going crazy. We're going wild. It's 6.30, 6.49 in the morning right now. Um, and apparently I'm wide awake. So let's roll Back to the Future. Uh, this opens up with a, a, um, a live action. The last one didn't. It closed with live action, but it didn't open up with. This one's different. Doc's not in his lab because he's in 3 million. Is it 3 million or 300 million B.C.? I don't remember exactly. I'll have to look it up. Um, And he's back at the Crustaceous. I'm probably getting that wrong. He's back in the olden times. He's back in dinosaur times. He's talking about dinosaurs a little bit. uh, And, in fact, he's in front of two dinosaurs that look like they were made really cheap like, I don't think it's stop-motion animation. I think it's, like, 1960s B footage. I mean, it's meant to look, look fake. It's kind of funny. Uh, they, these two dinosaurs are fighting. I think they're in dinosaur costumes. And uh, he's, he basically, he talks about that a little bit, and he goes, it reminds me of an adventure. I went on with Jules and Vern. And that's where our animated episode starts. Now, just off, right away, I wa- there's a few things I want to mention. Once again, this episode barely features Marty McFly. I think because they got Doc Brown, because they got Christopher Lloyd to at least do the live action, and because they have uh, Mary Steenburgen doing Clara, maybe, well, maybe just the whole pitch, the whole idea was focus on Doc and his family and Marty as a supporting character. Whereas we've come from three movies where Marty's the main character. Right now, he's a supporting character and he's barely in this episode again. Like, I mean, barely. He's there at the beginning. They time travel. He comes back. It's like, oh, there's Marty again. It is like, are we going to get 
are we going to get the McFlies? Am I going to see George? Am I going to see Dave? Am I going to see Lorraine? Am I going to see his sister, who I can't remember her name right now? Um, I, I don't know. We barely got Marty. Uh, we got um, Doc hanging out with both his kids. They, they're talking about inventions, and Doc wants to show us this new invention. It looks like a giant lawnmower, but, um, oh, at one point, Vern takes tinfoil. Now, uh, that comes into play later, why he has tinfoil. I forget exactly why. Basically, Jules is the, is the buttoned up, like, I like mathematics, and Vern's like, I'm wild kid. Um, and that's the, the juxtaposition of the, the brown kids who are kind of, uh, if you put them together, you get Doc. You get the guy who's a genius uh, um, and very, you know, st- uh, studied and learned, uh, but he likes to, you know, he likes to, uh, he's a little wild too. Anyway, there's junk. Uh, Doc has this thing that looks like a vacuum cleaner. They even call it a vacuum cleaner. And he says, oh, no, no, no. This is like a particle, like, uh, just, I guess it basically can suck up particles to, to get rid of messes. Like, you can point it at something, and it, it breaks it down into the particles. Uh, and um, from there, I guess it takes up less space. Really, the invention is just the MacGuffin or the tool or whatever. I guess not the MacGuffin. The, it is the, it's what gets us to where we need to go and kind of what puts the story in motion. Is that the MacGuffin? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But what it is, is it's this tool that can take away and destroy something's particles and just kind of suck it up like a vacuum. And they want to test it though you know it's like we have this tool it can really destroy something we should test it and Vern's like yeah and he goes up to Einstein he wants to kill the dog uh, but they're like no 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 don't kill the dog we should test this someplace where it's safe so let's go to 3 million BC if the time circuits are correct it looks like it says October 10th 3 million BC in Hill Valley which doesn't make sense because Hill Valley wasn't a place in 3 million BC, but the DeLorean must know the direct, the, the, I guess based on the longitude and latitude of wherever you are. And it just names it that, uh, because it's like a GPS, right? I don't know. Uh, again, this is a cartoon from, from 30 years ago, but folks, I love putting, I love putting, uh, overthinking it i love it it's one of my favorite things to do with l- silly things is try to oversee over um think it and make some logic out of it so they're like let's go they start to leave uh to take off uh they don't tell clara because clara again not in this episode um and they immediately open the garage go out and run over marty w- what and marty's like hey hey wait a minute let me see if i can do it hey Hey, Doc. Nope, I can't do it. Uh, so he's like, hey, guys, what, I would just wanted to show you the new my new music video that Jennifer and I were working on. And they're like, cool, here's the tape. All right, we got to go. And then Doc, somehow the DeLorean opens up and uh, these things like arms come out and a giant slingshot comes out of it to slingshot the DeLorean straight into the sky so it can reach 88 miles per hour. And it can travel, you know, back to 3 million B.C. Marty's left behind sitting there with Einstein. That's pretty much 
Mar- I don't want to say he he works into the storyline because it's it, he doesn't really, but he's there and he's there at the end. Uh, so they go back to three, three million BC and they're like, oh, cool, this is awesome. There's dinosaurs. Uh, and then there's a T-Rex, t- basically, that that's there to um, to kill them. and But luckily, they get swooped up by a flying dinosaur. Doc thinks they're off to be eaten, but Vern's like, no, this is a friendly lizard. And Jules is like, yes, to be specific, it is a pterodon. Now, I looked it up. A pterodon is a genus of pterosaur that included some of the largest known flying reptiles uh, with... What? Have, uh, having a wingspan of six, over oh, 20 feet. Uh, they lived during the late Cretaceous geological period in present-day Kansas, Nebraska, Wyoming, South Dakota, and Alabama. But folks, isn't Hill Valley in California? You'd think they'd get Bill Nye, who doesn't say a, a, a thing in these episodes, to be like, um, can I just interject for a moment and tell you something about science? Uh that doesn't matter. The ma- what matters is is a giant flying uh, a dinosaur that kind of looks pretty much like a bird in this. Like he's got a toucan sand looking Sam looking face. He's purple. He's got bird. Like it, it. It almost looks like a a Flintstones bird. That's the best way. Like you think he'd pick them up, fly them off, and he's like, "This is." And Doc would say, "This is the right way to travel." And then the bird would look at you and go, "It's a living." Uh, but they get flown off. The, the bird saves them. For some reason, the bird is a, a hero. So Vern's like, hey, thanks, and gives him, oh, this is where he gets the wrapper, gives the bird part of his chocolate bar. And Jules is like, wouldn't it be funny if the uh, dinosaurs were all uh, extinct because of chocolate? I don't know if that's funny. I don't know if that's funny at all. But don't worry, it gets darker. So... The dinosaur drops them off on a hill back, back to the DeLorean. I don't know why the dinosaur knew to do that, but he's like, great. Uh, thanks for the flight. Like, bye, bird. And um, Doc's like, all right, let's try out our particle thingamajigama. Uh, and they're like, hey, wait, what's that thing up in the sky? And they look up in the sky, and what do they see? They see a giant meteor hurtling towards Earth. Yes, they see what apparently is the meteor that ends all known life at the time, that, that is responsible for the destruction of the dinosaurs. One meteor, wait, wait, did one meteor take out all the dinosaurs on all of Earth? I guess, I don't know, I should, I should read more uh, and not just uh, wizard books. But anyway, Hill Valley in, in our world, in this Back to the Future world, Hill Valley is where I want to I want to I wonder if it's like Springfield where everything happens. But Hill Valley is where the meteor hits and destroys all the dinosaurs. So Doc doesn't think like this, doesn't think about it, doesn't think about the repercussions. He's like, "There's a meteor coming. Let me uh, let me use the machine." He shoots. Some reason this vacuum shoots things into the sky takes out the meteor and they're like, oh, phew, we're safe. Uh, And then they're like, wait, we used too much power because they had to um, wire uh, power from the car to the magical vacuum, who cares what the name is, so that they had enough strength to shoot the meteor out of the sky and, and, you know, destroy the particles. Uh, So 
because they did that, the car was like, oh no, the car's dead. Um, that we don't have enough strength. And they're like, what are we going to do? Uh, and that's when they realize, this is when the science comes in, that you can make, because I guess every episode has to have a real science-y science lesson. You can make, we can make our own battery using those lemon trees from three million years ago. So they, um, they go, Jules and Doc go to a lemon tree and they figure out how to, how to use the acid of the lemons to make a battery enough to jumpstart the car. But the car is in shift because Doc is a, he's a very irresponsible. He's an irresponsible doctor. He's a, he's a terrible father. And he, the, uh, the DeLorean just takes off. Once the car starts, the DeLorean takes off. I don't know why, how, because Vern's in there. He's not hitting the gas, but the car just takes off. They're like, oh, no. So they start running after the car. That pteriodon or whatever it's called, the dinosaur, the flying toucan, comes back. He's like, I'm here for you. Picks them up, dro drops them on the DeLorean. They're, they travel back to 1991 on the top of the DeLorean. Their bodies should be, sh they should just be two skeletons. Their, their skin and bone should just have been torn away. But instead, it's a cartoon, so they live, they survive. They're very cold. They're like, oh, because remember uh, that one time that the, you know, back when it was, well, not the one time, when it was uh, plutonium, the car would come through uh, uh, very, very cold, damn cold. Uh, but I don't, I think when they switched, switched to Mr. Fusion, that ended. For some, but when, for Doc and Vern, they're freezing cold. They get back and they're like, what the hell's going on? I thought we came back. It looks exactly the same as it did in 3 million BC. They're like, we did come back. Oh my goodness, what this says we're in 1991 Hill Valley. And then, this is where it gets a little crazy. The, they look and all of a sudden, they see like this foot. They see these wheels go by, they see this foot go by, and these things are massive, massive. And it looks like the DeLorean is, is a little toy in a world of giants, but they're not giants. They're dinosaurs. See, Doc Brown, he destroyed the, the meteor, the one meteor that took out all of the dinosaur civilization. Because he destroyed that meteor, the dinosaurs were never extinct. In fact, they didn't just live on. They evolved. They evolved so much that they now take over the world. You see dinosaurs, they look pretty much the same, except they're in suits. It's almost like the dinosaurs live-action TV show. They're in suits, they're in jackets, they're in dresses, they're, in, they're just they're reading newspapers, they're going to work. It is a world of dinosaurs, but at their level. So everything looks normal size to them, but because of that, the DeLorean is tiny. Now, these dinosaurs are huge. They're bigger than, like, I don't think the, the DeLorean should be that small, but these maybe they've evolved over the time, and that's why they're humongous. So, uh, Doc, and they're flying around. It almost looks like a tiny little, you know, tiny little toy car flying through the air. And they're like, what's going on? And then Vern's like, wait a second. He goes back and looks at the, the music video of Marty. Marty disappears in the music video. You know why? Because Marty was never born. And they're like, oh, my God, nothing exists. We're going, to be, uh, we're going to be erased from existence in 12 minutes, according to these calculations. So what happened was... Now, I don't know where, where Clara is and how the boys are still there, but what happened was they destroyed the fabric of time. They, uh, they allowed the dinosaurs to live, so humankind never thr 
uh, flourished, never, maybe even never happened. So there's no humans on the entire Earth except the three of them, their mom, never born, and now pretty soon, I don't know why it's not instant, but pretty soon uh, uh, they will never be born. The fact that it's not instant tells me, okay, there's still a chance to fix things at this time period because that's what happened with Marty. He didn't disappear because there was still a chance for him to get his parents together. There was that one last moment, and that's when he fixed it. The fact that these uh, three uh, brown, the the, the the three brown boys aren't completely just uh, destroyed, you know, and just they just didn't they pop, they go or they look in the DeLorean, there's nothing there at all, um, tells me that you know it's a it's a cartoon and, and calm down, Mike. But they're like, oh my goodness, and they go to look at their at a at a photo, and everyone's erased from the photo. They're like, we got to get out of here quick. So they're about to leave, but they get caught by a dinosaur who, for some reason, sounds just like Biff Tannen. I think they even say, that sounds like Biff. Uh, they use this translator to be able to understand what the dinosaurs are saying. I don't even remember what the dinosaurs are saying. Does it matter? No. They're like, this. what is this? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, they get away. They then travel right back to 3 million B.C. because they're like, the only way we're going to stop this is to stop us is to, is to make sure that the meteor actually hits and kills all the dinosaurs. We have to make sure to kill these dinosaurs. So they get away, they get back to 3 million BC, and they actually catch them, they actually see themselves running after the, the DeLorean. They're like, we have two minutes to do this before we are, you know, um, before we are erased from existence. So they get back. And I don't know, Doc like hits reverse on his magic vacuum cleaner that, that then shoots the particles back into the sky so that the meteor returns and can now fall to Earth and kill all the dinosaurs. Kill all the dinosaurs, including the friend they just made. So they get into the car and um, the... Uh, Vern is like, no, I don't want to leave him behind. The the Pteriodon, who he's calling Donnie. He's given this 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 animal a name. He's hugging it. It's hugging him back and looks sad. And Doc's like, I'm sorry, we have to go. He's like, no, can we bring him back? No, we can't do that. And we actually see the dinosaur cry a little. Now he's crying because his his friend uh, Vern is leaving. He he's not crying because he doesn't realize. Don't worry. In ten seconds, you're gonna be dead. Uh, this is a dinosaur. This is this is a cartoon. Remember, this is a kid children's cartoon. So they get into the, the they get into the DeLorean. They start flying away, and who's flying next to them? But Donnie the Pterodon. He looks at them and gives them a smile. Like, don't worry, guys. I I'm gonna miss you, but my life's gonna be just fine. And literally, he smiles. The, the, the DeLorean flies off to, to back to 1991. And then you see the meteor hit Earth. It explodes. And then we cut back to 1991. And there's, there's Marty with, um, with Einstein. The boys come back. And they're like, Marty, you're back. Like, yeah, we're back. And then a bird lands that looks just like Donnie. He's like, do you think this is Donnie's great-grandfather? And Doc's like, it's, you got to go back further than that. Like maybe great, 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 great grandfather, and it cut back. We zoom away from Earth, and that's the end. And I thought maybe we'd see something with Johnny still alive. Maybe he's in space. I don't know, but no, no, no. He was killed by the meteor, and then his 
bones somehow um, turned into birds. I don't know. I saw Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs become birds, something like that. But my understanding is is that the 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 meteor killed the the dinosaur, right? I mean, we're three episodes in, and we've got so much death, so much death already in this children's cartoon. Remember the first episode, uh, Vern accidentally went back to the Civil War, so they and they read about his battalion being, you know, all killed. <laughs> then in the second episode, they get trapped in England, and they're about to literally be beheaded by an uh, executioner with the axe. He's ready to go, everything. And then in the third episode, we find out that Clara was never born. Uh, the, the, the no human beings were, were ever born because they they uh, thwarted the destruction of the dinosaurs. Then they went back and um, unthwarted it so they could kill all the dinosaurs, including the one we became friends with. Ah, you gotta love children's cartoons. Death, death, death. So we get back. Uh, we go back to a live action um, segment. And Doc's holding giant dinosaur uh, bones. He's wearing a shirt that says, My parents visited the Cretaceous, Cretaceous whatever, uh, period. And all I got was this lousy T-shirt, which I think was probably a clever shirt 30 years ago. Uh, and he starts talking about the, the lemon, the lemon battery. That is a real thing. And then they cut over to silent Bill Nye, the silent guy. Bill Nye, the science guy, who's just a science a consultant here and he doesn't say a word he just walks you through what doc is talking about and doc is talking about uh the the battery how to make a battery you use three lemons you you use copper and in aluminum foil you kind of use the the acid becomes a char i remember there was like a, a a potato you can make um a battery with but i guess you can do it with the acid of a lemon too and it shows the lemon you know you can actually make a they made a little di uh, tiny digital clock uh, turn into a, um, a like it worked because the lemons became a battery. They're like, you don't want to overcharge it too much uh, because if you do, it makes a great lemonade. And then Doc picks up this lemonade that's all smoky and he drinks it and he's like, oh, I'll see you next time. And that's the end of episode three, season one of Back to the Future, the animated series forward to the past we got a lot of death uh i wonder if this is going to keep up i love overanalyzing these things it just it it makes me giggle so i'm going to continue to do it um all i know is uh tomorrow we're going to be doing another animated episode and i don't know anything about it i'm not reading the the description all i know is that the title of the episode is witchcraft what could possibly uh go wrong with that so I am excited. I hope you're excited, too. I hope uh, that you come back again tomorrow to uh, revisit some Back to the Future excitement. Uh, remember, there are only 26 episodes of this cartoon, but we have 31 episodes of Marching McFly to fill. So uh, soon enough, I will be doing, I will be uh, um, verging. I will be diverging. I will be going off uh, away from the um, animated series and talking about other things. But uh, I hope that you stick around all month. Uh, and, you know, if you're not listening to us on uh, Apple or Spotify uh, and you found us on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's Fans Not Experts right there on YouTube. Every episode of every podcast we do automatically gets posted to the YouTube channel so you can easily find us there. 
Uh, I think that's it for, you know, talking about this episode. So, folks, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Mastodon.social, on Blue Sky, and on threads at Geek Mentality. You know why? Because that's the name of this show. You know that. You can find the show, this show, and every other podcast I work on over at fansnotexperts.com. That's the name of the website. And fansnotexperts, as I said, is the name of the YouTube channel. So with that, I think I'm going to go grocery shopping now. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful Sunday, even though by the time you hear this, it's probably later in the day on Sunday or in the future. What's it like in the future? I can't. I don't know that yet because Doc hasn't gone to the future yet. So far, he's only gone to the past. Well, that's not true. He went to the future once. No, that's in the opening credits. He goes to the future to get Marty, who's off gallivanting in 2015. Uh, but I wonder if we'll get to the future. We've got a lot of history lessons, really weird ones. We've gone to the past, but will we get to the future? I would. I hope so. Uh, but you have to stick around with me in my future to find out for sure oh also i just wanted to mention in the promo all the way at the beginning i like that every cassette of back to the future the animated series has at least two episodes on it it's funny i wonder how big the collection of vhs tapes were my i bought everything on dvd uh and i don't even have a dvd player hooked up to my tv so i i actually purchased like months ago probably because of this i think specifically because of march mcfly i bought a dvd drive that plugs into my Mac. I was able to rip all the DVDs so I can just watch them on my computer. Uh, but it's four discs. Four, one disc shows has seven episodes on it. And they're like, you can fit two episodes on this tape. Wow. Uh, we've come so far. And I know there's people who still collect VHS and there's something that's just kind of great about VHS tapes. But two whole episodes, I mean, there's a reason, you know, there's a reason we moved on to digital. Anyway, now I'm rambling. It's time to go grocery shopping. So, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Happy day three of Margie McFly 4. Uh, I can't believe we're in this. It's like, it, it feels real now. You know, the first two episodes I recorded so early, but this feels like I'm really in it. It's exciting. I'm recording an episode on the day it's coming out. It really is exciting, and I hope you stick around tomorrow as we talk about episode four. As I, always, I already said, it's, um, it's titled Witchcraft, which, um, which is, uh, really piques my interest. I almost want to watch it today, but I'm not going to. I'm going to watch it and talk about it tomorrow. But until then, once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. And here is my theme song this is my podcast i made it geek mentality is what i named it and i think you should listen and subscribe because i'm kind of funny and awesome i think that i'm worth your time and i'm kind of handsome my mom says please listen and please subscribe at least listen to this Episode. Fans not experts.